0: Welcome to Answers to Life's Challenging Questions, helping to open your eyes to the many solutions to life's everyday challenges. We spend so much time looking for support and guidance on how to resolve the issues we face, it can be easy to get lost and overwhelmed. Join in as we provide practical and professional advice to help guide you towards overcoming your barriers and finding the hope that will reignite your passion and help you live a happy and healthy life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Dr. Pamela Jordan and Dr. Craig Dosman.
1: Greetings. This is Dr. Craig, Arthur Dossman, and we'd like to welcome you to answers to life's challenging questions. I'm happy to have my colleague here. We're so happy that we could share this time with you. We would be remiss if we didn't take the opportunity to share with you how we appreciate your questions. We know that life can be challenging. There's so many things that's going on in the world around us, even as we speak. And because of these challenges, we have questions, life's questions. And we would like to share our experience in the field of therapy and life and to answer some of those questions. And so we want to encourage you to tell your friends, loved ones to tune in and to ask questions and to participate in our program. Again, we appreciate you sharing this
2: time with us today.
3: All right, David, let's take our first question.
2: At a young age, I found out that I was adopted. I was going through some files in my dad's office looking for a form to return to school, and I came across my adoption papers. My parents then sat me down and explained to me That I was, in fact, adopted. I wanted to know if I looked like my biological mother or father. Because I never felt like I fit in to my adopted family. For years, I have suffered from these feelings of abandonment. Like I've never quite fit in or belong. Now that I'm 18, I'm curious to follow up and find out what my actual biological parents look like. I'm the oldest of three children. The other two look like my adopted parents. I want to know why my parents gave me up for adoption. Should I be content with my adopted parents and the love that they have given me, or should I go on a journey of self-acceptance in search of my biological parents? I don't want my adopted parents to feel like I don't appreciate all that they've done for me, but I do want to know who I am. What should I do, and should I even tell my adopted parents that I plan to search for my biological parent? Please help me with this challenging question, and it's signed Margie. Margie,
1: thank you for asking that question. In my field, I deal quite a bit with matters of adoption. Babies, where mothers give birth to their babies, but for some reason might be substance abuse issue or some problems in their lives are challenge, And they make a decision that it's more than they can handle to bring a baby into their lives. I've often shared with parents that I think it takes love to raise children. But then there are situations in life where I think it takes just as much love, even if not more, to actually give your child up. Now, giving the child up, that's the question because right now you don't know the reason. And the reason, there could be various reasons why this happened. But in terms of finding out who your birth parents are, now we have technology that will allow that process to move even quicker. We have sites such as Ancestry.com where you could pay a fee and then they take your saliva, you put it into a container and then you send it in and they actually run matches. 99.5% are so-and-so of individuals who are matches. And so that's one process of finding out. But I want to back up to say that it really is an ethical problem, Dr. Jordan, why foster parents decide and soon adoptive parents make the decision not to disclose in regards to their adoption. And I think that disclosure is important because of medical issues. The blood type of the child in terms of diseases, heredity, those type of matters, those are important things. And within all of us, there is a desire to know and to be known and to know who am I? Why am I here? What is the purpose of my life? And some of that could be connected with our stories and and where we originate from, where we come from. As a people, Dr. George, who over 250 or so years ago, who were brought over here, ancestors over in in ships and divided, there's a sense where we have a sense of struggling on who we are and where do we actually come from and where are all of our family members and where are all of our loved ones. And we're always trying to seek these connections. And that's why I think according to certain people groups, family reunions are more precious than some who just meet because there's always a sense of trying to stay together and finding out who we are. And so I I think it's important that once you found out, I think it's correct to go to your foster parents, tell them that you love them, you appreciate them, and just tell them the fact that you found a note in the drawer or wherever you found it, tell them the truth, be transparent, since quite honestly, I don't know when they were going to tell you. But I do think there's a time, Dr. John, where you need to have what I call these courageous conversations. Somebody should have sat down with that child and said, "Okay, this is the situation. This is what happened. This is a life story from what we know. And then join in with that child in that child's desire to search. And so that child doesn't feel like maybe they might feel that they've been abandoned, but they don't want to feel that they are abandoning you because you took them in and cared for them. So I think it's good to work together to be supportive of that child. And I would have to tell you this, is that there are some situations where it's not always a happy ending. Because some parents, for some reason, they've given you up and they don't want to have contact, but at least you can initiate the process and basically see where it goes from there. How would you look at that, Dr. Jordan?
3: I feel like I would do very much the similar thing where I would encourage our listener to have a conversation with your now parents and to sit down, let them know that you found this adoption. You said you found it when you were much younger and now you're 18. So I would hope that maybe you've already discussed with them that you know that you're adopted. And if that has not happened, definitely sit down with them, let them know, be honest with them, let them know that you're aware that you're adopted, let them know that you are interested in finding your blood relatives, your mother and father, biological parents, and to get their support. Oftentimes, your adopted parents will help you initiate. I know a lot of those blood tests um, are very costly. And so you will need their support financially, locating your biological parents. And I want to encourage you also not to get discouraged if you cannot find them. As Dr. Dossman pointed out, a lot of times these parents, your mother may not want to be found. You are not going to be able to track them down all the time through ancestry.com if they not have not registered with ancestry.com and so oftentimes you may run into a dead end and so just be encouraged and be aware that that may happen i want to encourage you to surround yourself with people who love you people who support you so that as you're going through this process you have people who you can talk with and that you can process episodes of feeling bad or neglected or feeling that you were tossed aside. But I want to encourage you, we talk about that stinking thinking. I want to encourage you not go down that path of having the thought of why did they give you away? What was why did they not love you? Why all of these things that you might be going through. So please don't go down that rabbit hole. But make sure you surround yourself with people who love you and support you as you're going through this process so that you can find a not a happy ending, but, you know, find your way through this process. It is a difficult process. It is very tedious. Um, As Dr. Dossman stated, we work with clients who have been adopted or mothers who are interested in adoption And so it's not an easy process and it sometimes can be a long road. So I want to encourage you to get get support in any way that you can. There was one other comment I wanted to mention regarding going down the spiral of thinking negative about it. And there is a book that's out there that can help you with changing your thought patterns and not. Thinking, like I said, going down the spiral of thinking negative or questioning why your your mother, your biological parents did this.
1: Everything starts from a thought, and then from from our thought, it moves to an action, and to actions, we we deal with the consequences of those. And so, you know, that's why we always try to use the term. We always want to try to trace that negative thought. We want to erase that negative thought with positive. And then, of course, that's what it means by trace, erase, and replace. Replace it with positive thoughts.
3: Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much for your question. I want to encourage you to, our listeners, to continue to submit questions so that we can provide you with answers to some of your life's challenging questions. If you have not subscribed to our podcast, we want to encourage you to subscribe. And if you love what you're hearing, we'd like you to reach out and give us five stars. Thank you again.
0: We appreciate you joining us on this episode of Answers to Life's Challenging Questions. For more information and resources, be sure to join us on Facebook to connect directly with your hosts, as well as others just like you who are looking for answers to life's challenging questions. You can find us at facebook.com slash answers to life's questions. Until next time.